Recorded live. It's an oxymoron, isn't it? Recorded live? Is it live or is it Memorex? From the 1311 Studios, this is the All 7 Days Podcast. I'm Stan Fields. That is... We're just a couple of guys hanging out, having spiritual conversations about your questions. You send them in, ask at all7days.com. Voicemail or text 864-660-9473. Join the All 7 Days Hangout on Facebook. And uh, get your mugs and t-shirts. All7days.com slash shop. Hey, Trevor. Hey, Stan. How are you? <laughs> we just, this is uh, the world of technical difficulties. That's all this is. Uh, I hear you were at a party this weekend. I was. Yeah. Um, Big time party? You know, we try to keep it low-key. VIPs only. <laughs> I know I wasn't invited. <laughs> like I said, VIP. <laughs> no, um, it was my son Jameson's seventh birthday party. So I saw a picture mm-hmm. of him blowing out a seven candle on his cake. <laughs> to me, it looked backwards. So yeah. was it? No, it was not backwards. It was not backwards? So why was the top part of the seven pointing to the right? I don't know. I didn't put the seven on the cake, so. <laughs> I didn't even take that picture, by the One way. One of those 3D candles, of course, looking at it from the back, it looks like. Maybe it was like a rotating candle and it just caught Maybe it. that's what it was. They're new. Yeah, like the rotating, old, rotating gas signs. Yes. With a flame on the top. Yeah, it had like sparkler. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so who all, who all are the dignitaries at this party? Um... Unfortunately, the president couldn't make it. He was prior engagement. Well, he was in Tupelo. Yes. He so. had to fly out Okay, early Saturday morning. You know? So he couldn't make the party. That's yeah. sad. He sent a check, though. <laughs> 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 no, he, uh, Jameson had a good time. A lot of his friends from school and soccer came, yeah. and they had a big time. That's cool. So yeah. was this at one of those uh, venues, like a bouncy house kind of place? Yeah. To blow up stuff? So it was down in Boonville. For okay. those that don't know, it's about 20... 20 minutes south of yeah. Corinth. Uh, so it had a roller skating rink, uh, arcade, bounce houses, laser tag. So how many ankle? How many adult ankles got twisted? Uh, no adults went roller skating. Shut up. Yeah. Just watched. I mean, I wanted to, <laughs> believe me. I love roller skating. Yeah? Yes. What, okay. So when I was a kid, I could roller skate forward. I couldn't do the backward thing. I mm-hmm. couldn't do any tricks. It was just like... Stay away from me, because when I go down, I'm taking you with me, kind of thing. You know, I'm tall, fairly coordinated. I, I couldn't do tricks. I thought yeah. I was, like, slick on the wheels, but I probably looked like a <laughs> big doofus out there on roller skates. Did, you didn't try to steal the skates, did you? No. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I bad. learned my lesson. Wouldn't fit in your backpack. <laughs> no. Mom would be able to see those. Like, hey, uh. Much bigger. Much bigger. It's so uh, were the kids all jacked up on uh, cake and ice cream? And I mean, To tell you the truth, we had pizza and juice and cake. They barely ate. Really? Barely ate. It was like pulling teeth to get them to try to eat something. Uh, they just wanted to play. They just wanted to play. Those, those places are fun. They are. And those kids uh, love those places, and the more bouncing they can do, the better they like it. I was fine with it. Yeah. We were riding home, and I looked over, and I thought he was asleep. And the party <laughs> ended at 1. <laughs> like, you awake here, In buddy? the morning? <laughs> we, yeah, those kind of parties, we start pretty late. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we had that's a good awesome. Time. So the big seven, he is big reached, seven. Big it made seven. me feel old. Well, you know, when when he doubles that amount of time, 
he'll be looking at, hey, Dad, what kind of car are you going to get me when I get my license? Yeah. So his thing now is, I said, you know, you're seven. You make me feel old. He goes, you're only 30 years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. And I'll always only be 30 years older than you. That's cool. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. That's yeah. cool. Thank you. That's cool. The 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 one thing I will tell you is the first, if you thought the first seven went fast, man, mm. <laughs> it just gets faster from here. I can imagine. So anyway, we're gonna take a quick break. This is the All Seven Days podcast. What happens when a theology nerd who builds guitar pedals, his pastor, and a Lutheran guy from Nebraska get together on a weekly basis? The Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast. That's what. The Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast explores the Christian faith, practice, and worship through the lens of Sola Scriptura and Tota Scriptura, comparing and contrasting what God says to popular practices, songs, and ideas in the modern church world. You can even join in the discussion in the Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast Lounge Facebook group, and make sure you subscribe to the Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast right now on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Hey, pastors and church administrators, listen to this. All Seven Days is proud to be partnered with Faith Teams. Faith Teams is a web-based church management software with all the features your church needs and price so that any church can afford it. It's packed with features including attendance tracking, kids check-in, volunteer scheduling, automated guest follow-up, contributions, online giving, and text to give, built-in email and text messaging tools, and a whole lot more. Best of all, it's all in one single system at a price that makes sense. They have a free 14-day trial so you can try the entire system before you pay a dime. Keep it in pages $40 a month. That's right, $40 a month for every available feature. Go to all7days.com slash faithteams to learn more and use the links provided for your free 14-day trial. When you sign up, tell them All 7 Days sent you. Faith Teams, the easy and affordable church management software. Welcome back to the All 7 Days podcast. We're just a couple of guys answering questions and uh, talking about those questions from uh, from the perspective of a couple of church members just doing just that. Talking just talking. about talking, just talking. We're just talking. What are we talking about today, Trevor? We're going to talk about... Kind of like what we were talking we, about in the intro. Yeah, here. we're going to talk about we're going to about kids. We got a question in, uh, and it's how do you incorporate Bible study with the family when you have small kids? That's a that is an awesome question, an awesome uh, thing to be struggling with, to be dealing with. Uh, so, um, and and when we when we put this question out for Trevor and I to consider, uh. Trevor, you, you put a little outline together, and I thought it was just really good. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk through that outline and uh, go point by point sure. and, and see uh, see what we can glean out of it. I thought it was really good. So well, thank you. What was your number one? Uh, well, I know, I know when Jameson was in daycare um, through this church in town, and they gave all the kids, I think when they were three or four, they gave them all children's Bibles. Right. And we've worn that thing out. Yeah, I mean, cool. we read it, you know, for a while it was me reading it to him. Now that he's in first grade, he reads it to me. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's got the childish pictures, the cartoonish yep. pictures, and the stories are very vague. They don't go into a ton of detail, mm-hmm. but you get the gist of what each scripture is about with right. the pictures. And um, now that he's reading, 
I mean, he's grasping the information a lot more, and he wants to read it to me. That's cool. So um, it's a good way to, one, you're reading the Bible. Right. So not only are the kids getting information, if you're not used to reading a Bible, I've heard people say, get a children's Bible. Oh, yeah. We've talked about this. And, yeah, and that's yeah, a good way. Yeah. And, you know, I, I recognize stories in the Bible yeah. through what we've read. And it, and it also helps children with reading. Sure. Because the, ver- the verses, you're not using those big words, yeah. except for the names and the cities. Those are <laughs> but for the dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I struggle with some of those. That's cool. So uh, what do any what kind of conversations come out of reading those Bible stories? <clears throat> I mean, uh, you're asking questions, obviously, right. to find out, is he retaining this stuff? Mm-hmm. And, you know, since he's now reading it, hopefully he's retaining a lot more. Right. But uh, what kind of conversations come out of that? Well, he has his favorite verses based off of some pictures. But then we just get to talking and, you know, I, I, I try to gauge if he's getting like the underlying meaning. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think God was doing in this? Right. Or what do you think they meant by this? And just trying to get him to think outside of just what he saw in the picture and the couple sentences right. to really get a, a better understanding. If he doesn't get it, then I could go into an explanation of, yeah. you know, maybe how I see it yeah, and how yeah. I, I, I took the verse. So I think um, it's really good the way you phrase that. Um, what was God doing here? Right. Because we, we tend to read, we even as adults tend to read stories, especially in the old Testament about these great mighty men of God, David, Moses, Abraham, uh, Isaac, Jacob, and and we think, wow, these are great, mighty people, and we we tend to think that the story is about the person, and it is about the person. Mm-hmm. It's about God. It's about what God was doing. Because if you really read into those lives, <laughs> it's a good thing there's children's Bibles because there's parts of those stories we're not really ready for our kids to know about yet. Because right. you know, if you want to read, if you want to read some interesting stuff, just go read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some, there's some jacked up people in that sucker. So, um, uh, so yeah, it's, you know, every story is really about God mm-hmm. and, and what God is trying to do or, and not, not trying to do, I phrase that wrong. It's what he's doing. What he's or, doing. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, what he did. So that's you could cool. also relate some of those stories like, you know, we see what he did here in this story. Have you seen anything like this at school? You know, and mm-hmm. you can relate it a little bit deeper and more of a personal experience. Um, I know our kids probably aren't ready for us to give a, give them our life story about things that have happened <laughs> to us. But, I mean, yeah. you could give them a PG or a G-rated version yeah. of how, you know, maybe something that happened in your life is very similar to what happened in the Bible. Yeah, that's... Yeah, and you're right. We have to be very careful. We got to judge their own maturity levels, mm-hmm. right? And um, you know, bring up topics that are appropriate, or better yet, probably let them bring up topics. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, we always we always went by the rule: if they're old enough to ask about it, they're old enough to know. But then, how much do you want them to know? So we would, uh, when they would ask questions, we would answer those questions, give them a little information to see if they would ask another question. If they would ask another question, we'd give them just enough information <laughs> to answer that question and then see if they would ask another question. Right. Um, our problem with that is 
Cody asks questions continuously. <laughs> <laughs> Some so, kids are pretty content with just like, okay, that, yeah, that's yeah. all I needed. Cody, was, Cody would always ask questions until his hands would slap on the side of his face like the Home Alone guy and scream and run out of the room. <laughs> I didn't want to know that. <laughs> exactly. You asked. You asked. That's right. So uh, that's really good. So mm-hmm. so reading reading a children's Bible is really good. And uh, then as they mature, you know, graduate them to less pictures and more actual, you know, uh, translated scripture mm-hmm. rather than, you know, watered and, down for the kids. And if you get them used to reading the Bible together as a family, as they get older, they're going to want to read possibly the Bible with yeah. you again. I mean, yeah. so it's it's not only are they benefiting, but you're benefiting as well. Absolutely. Because now you're getting in the Word and... You have somebody to talk to about it. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. It's really good. All right, what was your next one? Uh, the next one is praying together. Okay. Um, I grew up, and I remember every night before bed, we had a, a certain prayer that we would pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister would come in the room, and I mean, I guess my parents wanted to knock it out with one <laughs> prayer, you know? One prayer instead of two. So we do it all together, and we would add stuff to the end of a prayer. It was a, a generic prayer, mm-hmm. but then we would add things on to the end of it, you know, praying for family members. Yeah. And to tell you the truth, sometimes I still pray that at yeah. night. Yeah. Um, but we always do it. We always pray before dinner. We always pray before bed. Mm-hmm. So it's very consistent. So he knows, you know, as I get older, we need to pray before meals. Yeah. And pray before That's good. bed. It's good. Just getting him used to consistently praying yeah um then uh, at times i'll ask him if there's anything that he wants to pray for or anybody to pray for right and i think um it's a good chance that if they say i want you know i want to pray for christmas i get this toy mm-hmm. it's a good chance to kind of correct them and lead them in a way of like what prayer is really meant for it's not for right. gaining things it's more about the relationship right. type yeah and, um, you know, Jesus is not Santa Claus. You know, he doesn't deliver presents. Like, you that, know, that's, that's, not a, that's such, I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, yeah, you're so right. <laughs> Jesus is not Santa Claus. And, um, you know, this, this kind of, this brings up kind of a sore topic, right? Um, why, why do we, why do we make such a big deal about Santa Claus at the holiday time and less of a big deal about Jesus's birth. Mm-hmm. Here we have just contrast the two, the two people, right? You have Santa Claus who's watching you all the time to see if you mess up. Yeah. And if you're good enough, once a year, he'll come and leave you a gift where Jesus is saying, you can't be good enough. I am your goodness, mm-hmm. and I will be with you always and give you the greatest gift all the time, right. which is myself. Even if you mess up. Even. When you mess up. Despite <laughs> that you messed up. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, I Maybe mean. Maybe it's easier for people to, um, uh, I don't know. Uh, it feels I like behavior think. control. Right. <laughs> Easier, easier to justify being bad for Santa Claus than it is to admit that you were, you know, sinful or bad yeah. in the eyes of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, so true. 
So true. And I also, I like the part about your consistent prayer time. Pam had a habit when, when our kids were in school, she would drive them to school in the morning and she would always pray for them as she drove. And the kids, you know, were that age in the back seat. <laughs> and one time Cody said, mom, isn't God amazing? She said, well, yeah, son, but why do you say that? She said, he said, you can pray all the way to school with your eyes closed, and we always make it. He thought she was up there. <laughs> yeah, praying with her eyes closed while she's driving the car. Wow. <laughs> Good thing he said that. He probably would grow up thinking that. I know, he, I know. Maybe try it one day. My mom prayed with her eyes closed. <laughs> So that's good. And uh, um, so how, uh, you know, the, the request time as well, I think that's important to be mm-hmm. persistent in prayer. And because uh, we, don't, we don't always get the answer we want, all right? But, um, you know, we, we, God tells us to, to keep asking, right? Mm-hmm. To keep praying, to keep, keep uh, pursuing uh, those requests. Um, and, and, but it's always about turning our will towards God's rather than trying to bend God to do what we want. Right. Yeah. And that's, that was really good. I know as a kid, that's, um, kind of how my mindset was, you know, asking you shall receive type. So like, Oh really? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Here's my list. God. Yeah. Yeah, So it's a, it's funny how your prayer life changes when you, you get a better understanding of what prayer is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wish I would have grasped it a whole lot sooner. Yeah. All right. So we got Bible reading. We got prayer. Mm-hmm. So what's next on your list? Uh, just conversations about Jesus, maybe his life, um, kind of what happened with him and what he did for people. Um, I know we, we talk about while we read the Bible, some of the miracles that he worked. Right. Um, like one of them uh, with the blind man and he, picked up mud i know jameson yeah. liked that one and yeah. he just spit in his hands and rubbed it on the dirt yeah. and made mud and, and so we just talked about that and um just talking about different people in the bible yeah i know growing up for me samson was like my idol yeah he was you know strong yeah and so uh i really loved that one and so i get to share that with him yeah. and so when we read about samson you know he gets into it because yeah. dad liked them too. Yeah. So yeah. we have that connection. We just talk about different people in the Bible or different um, things that have happened. What's your favorite Samson story? Little, just a little piece of his story. What's your, I have, I have one in mind that, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> having read it a few times, I wasn't a big fan of the, the betrayal of his, uh, wife. Yeah. Uh, that really bothered me. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think the part where, you know, he had his hair cut off and his eyes, uh, I think they were gouged out. Yeah, or, or yeah that's right. Um, and it goes back to prayer. He prayed for that strength one more time. Yeah, yeah. And to free the people. And- see, that just see that just shows how much more spiritual you are than me. Because my favorite part of the Samson story is when he kills a lion <laughs> and leaves the carcass there, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes back sometime later, and there's a honey hive now built inside the carcass of the lion. And he goes and he gets the honey and takes it to his parents. And it says, but he did not tell them. It came from the carcass of a lion. Like, <laughs> y'all watch this. They're going to eat this. And it just came out of a dead lion. It's oh. <laughs> <That's> interesting. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I think Samson was a little bit sneaky. 
<laughs> yeah, I think so. Feeding his parents dead dead lion honey. <laughs> that is interesting that a beehive would then. I know, wouldn't it? Right, of yeah. all places. Yeah. But, yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> so it's good. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I think uh, Deuteronomy speaks to this. Uh, Deuteronomy six, starting in verse six, and these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. And you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. So this this scripture has always spoken to me about, you know, having a spiritual time with your kids is an all the time thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's when you go to bed, it's when you get up, it's when you're walking around, it's when you're doing your chores, it's when you're it's when you're playing a game, it's when you're doing everything. This should be forefront of your mind when you're raising your kids to bring them up in it. And uh so I think that's really good. Just just you, having man. conversations with them all the time, all the time. And there's always opportunities to teach. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. the, the sermon or the <clears throat> message that we've had recently at church mm-hmm. is about the fruit of the spirit yeah. um, and how that's not something that you could just uh, pick and choose whenever it's, it, it's in you. Right. And uh, we have the opportunity as parents to help bring those fruits out Yeah. and teach uh, our children, you know, when, yeah. when to be joyful yeah. and when to be patient. Absolutely. I know I need it. Um, I'm going to read a verse from Proverbs 22, 6, and I know a lot of people, this is a a very popular verse, but it it holds true. It says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Yeah, really uh, good. I think that's really true. I know it pertains to my life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, Cool stuff. Yeah. All right, so we we got our Bible reading, we got our prayer time, we got our conversations, and what was last on your list? You, you got to take them to church with you. Yeah. And um, for if you're fortunate enough, you find a church that meets your needs, and it also has a good children's program mm-hmm. that's not just like, we'll watch your kids while you go to church. Yeah. It's it's teaching the children. Yeah. Um, I was raised, fortunately, in a church that had a pretty good, yeah. uh, I guess, youth program. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know our church that we go to now is really yeah. good. Yeah, it's um, really good. Very, very happy with that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. And one of the things that your kids should never wake up on a Sunday morning wondering is, are we going to church mm-hmm. today? They should wake up knowing you're going to church today. Yeah. And uh, so um, it shouldn't be uh, it shouldn't be just a happenstance. It shouldn't be, well, Super Bowl's on a day. We've got to get ready for the party this afternoon. No, we're going to church today, even if the Super Bowl is on while church is going on. I mean, it's, it's just that important. It's more important than, than all the other stuff. So um, uh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and in our church, you know, we do uh, one service on Wednesday night mm-hmm. a month, which is another really cool opportunity to actually sit in the sanctuary with your kids yeah, and listen to a message and worship at yeah. the same time. And it's a good, that right there is perfect to show them, to teach them yeah, how it's done. Yeah. Really good. Really good stuff. Any last thoughts before we um, close this up? 
I, you know, I like to play worship music yeah. at the house. Mm-hmm. And um, we've listened to quite a few, or for a while now, a lot of worship music. More and more plays on the radio, yeah. plays at home. Yeah. And so I always enjoy when I turn it on and I hear Jameson singing. Yeah. Even if he's in his bedroom yeah. or he's on the couch yeah. and he's doing something, but he's singing. That's really cool. Yeah, that that means something to me. Yeah. So, so um, you you when we're before we started recording, you read this Proverbs twenty two verse, and uh, it said, "Bring up a child," right? And you made the comment about well, what if we weren't brought up right? Mm-hmm. You want to speak to that for a second? <laughs> well, not from personal. <laughs> I, I, I think that my parents, no, they raised. They're me in listening, church. aren't they? They're listening, uh, aren't they? Probably. <laughs> Uh, I hope they better be. Um, you know, I was raised going to church. Yeah. Um, we didn't always do everything that I have that mm-hmm. we talked about. Right. Um, I kind of wish that we would have touched on it a little yeah. bit more. Um, as I've gotten older and I've become a parent myself, we do talk about those things. Yeah. Um, and it's not weird. Yeah. So I think if you do that, um, Early, yeah, it becomes comfortable. Yeah, it's second absolutely. nature. Absolutely. Um, but going back to your question, yeah, um, I don't know if I was raised up right. <laughs> Here, here's the deal: none of us were right. Oh. We can't use the excuse that our raising uh, didn't set a good example for us, right? Because how far back can we go with that? Well, you know, well, my dad didn't do a good job or his dad didn't do a good job. His dad didn't do a good job. And how far back do you want to go? Right. Right. Because if you go, if you can go back far enough that you eventually get to Adam and who was his father. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're, you're basically blaming God. Right. When you say, well, I wasn't brought up with these skills or this knowledge or the ability to do this. I was, I didn't have an example set for me. You just can't go there. Mm-hmm. You can't go there. Uh, we we were gifted these children by God Himself, with the intention that we would raise them up in His way, and uh, you just have to be intentional about it. And I know chaos reigns at times, especially with little ones when you've got infants and toddlers and all that kind of stuff. And to to try to incorporate this kind of thing into their life, uh, it's more important now. To get started, yeah. than it than you can ever know, um, but, but it just takes a little bit of intentionality. You don't have to have a theology degree. You just have enough love for Jesus and enough love for your kids to make sure that those two connect. And just as simple as you can make it for the littlest ones, and as complicated as you want to make it for as they grow, mm-hmm. and to to stretch them and to set a bar for them to stretch for. Right? You don't want to set the bar low. Because, you know, when you start off with the, yes, Jesus loves me, that's a great truth. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when they, once they grow and find out how, really, as the Bible talks about, how unlovable we are, yet he died for us sinners. That's how much he loves us, even when we were his enemies. Um, you know, that, that part needs to grow in them as well. Mm-hmm. So that, so, you know, because there's no, if all they get is good news, then... They don't understand how good it is right. because they don't know the bad news. So, uh, and all that needs to come out. They need to. They need to recognize that too. So that's really good. Good list, Trevor. Yes. Good job. Thank you, Stan. All right. Um, that's all for this week.
I have no idea what we're talking about next week. But uh, we will be talking about something. Yes. So. <laughs> something. <laughs> something. So uh, we appreciate you listening. Remember to get your questions and comments in. Ask at all7days.com, 864-660-9473. Voicemail or text there, all7days.com. All7days Hangout on Facebook. Let others know about the podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes and support us, all7days.com slash shop or slash donate. And uh, that will that will just about do it. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I think it's an important topic that we talked about tonight. Yeah, I think so too. Because we need more young people with their kids in church learning about God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where they can learn that this is the All 7 Days podcast, where the goal is to get you to think so highly of God that you forget about yourself. Now go give someone what you value most today. Yeah.